because I've been fuck with the niggas, the UK like producers, like forever. Like we we always fuck with the UK producers. Like they they got the hottest beats. I ain't gonna lie. Like when I was coming up, I'm 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 listening to shit like I'm listening to shit like Fifty Cent. That was like my first. That was like one of my first favorite rappers. I feel like Jay Z was probably the king of New York. You can't hit Drake up like, yo, I need to get on the song with you. Like, nah, I mean, Drake gotta be interested. Wow. DJ Semsex Hip Hop Raise Me podcast right now with my guy, Five Year Foreign. And yeah, you know, I just you know finally connected. And I just wanna say that, you know, I met this guy through his music and the first joint I ever heard from him when I was playing it and it just went off crazy, like crazy. Uh, all the shows, yo, five-year-old man, like Big Drip shut things down differently out here. You saw that, I know you saw the footage, like when I first dropped Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie, I was seeing the footage. The footage was crazy. And, and, and you know, you know, I've been fucking with my UK. Like, wait, I've been on my UK shit for a long time, so that shit fire. So I, I know that was a while ago. But we haven't connected. We've had the pandemic, the COVID era, and everything else. So I just want to take you back to that moment for a minute. Like, how did that come about? Like, how did Big Drip come about? Because even to this day, it's still popping off. In a couple of months' time, the clubs are going to be open out here again. The shows are going to be active. It's going to pop up again, even bigger. Like, and you know, you. And you know I'm coming out there. Oh, for real? No, I'm coming up there, bro. <laughs> so, I, I got to come up there. That's, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. But how, how, did, how did Big Drip come about? How did you and Axel connect for that? Um, I mean, well, I think, I think, uh, oh, Axel had sent, um, I, was, I was fucking with my guy, Comatose, at, at the time. And he, and he sent my man, like, like, like seven beats, you know what I mean? Like seven joints, and I was just doing all them shits, and you know all my songs is is, is just off of, it's just off because of, I've been fuck with the niggas, the UK like producers, like forever. Like we we always fuck with the UK producers. Like they they got the hottest beats. I ain't gonna lie, like I ain't gonna lie, they shit crazy. Um, but so but we was doing that, and you know it was a regular day in the studio. It was lit. It was liquor. It was weed. It was bitches around. Like. And I just went off the, I just went off the vibe and the energy like that was that was, that we was actually going through at the time. You know what I mean, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. And you know then I mean? yeah, we you... was going like we was really going through that shit. Like we was really going through that shit at the time. Man. We was really doing whatever we was doing. We was really doing that shit. Like whatever we was talking right. about. Like I mean, whatever I rap about, I really be, I really be doing that shit. Did you ever think it would impact the way that it did? Nah. Nah, never. Like I was just remember, I'm just we just making. I'm just making. Like, we, I'm just doing songs for for the people I'm around. Like, like the regular. You know what I mean, the regular people I be around. Like, so I'm doing songs like that. I'm not thinking the whole world going going understand, but I guess the whole world wanted the party too. They want yeah. the party like us. So I say, hey, yeah, fuck it. yeah. And at first, it confused a lot of people. Like, I knew a lot of people who were like, "How can this track be?" Out here popping, ringing off, women singing along to it, man them singing along to it. It was just like it, it caused a lot of confusion. It's crazy to see, man. Nah, yeah, it had the bitches off the rip, off the rip. It got to the bitches. 
because you know all the bitches you know i'm talking about the bitches lit bitches and all that and you know i'm talking about lit niggas and shit so you know how that should be already bro like yeah did you see the the styles p clip from last week where he was talking about he was miami he was in miami was like whatever you do don't go to south beach like kids are crazy out here like there's kids running around the hotel all the all the all they're singing is big drip she wants to suck on a lit you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I peeped that. You know, I peeped that. You know, I fuck with my son Styles too. That's like I, I had a little, we had a little convo early, early on in my, in my shit, my career shit. We had like a little convo. He put me on the game, you know, like like a lot of niggas that've been in the game just put me on the mad game, son. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who, who's giving you the, the maddest game? Who's giving you the insult that's helped you out the most? Um, I go front. Cass put me on. Cass, Cass gave me a little, a little game when I first got in there. Like, like, like first thing, like the first thing he ever, the first, the first game I ever, like, would learn was like from Cass. He was telling me like, he like, yo, bro, like, he like when you going, when you when you walk in a room, his his greatest that made his events was that he smiled. Like he said, he said when you when you smile, when you come in the room and you smile, that change, like you you laugh and you have fun and you giggle and you that that just another, you know what I mean? Like a whole number cause like like they like you know, people like the business people, they don't really know about hip hop. They mostly scared. So and and, and younger May gave me some game, like um, you know, Fab gave me some game. A lot of games, son, because cause you need it, cause you need it. You know what I mean? You need it, cause, cause like in this industry, you don't know what to do dealing with people and shit like that. It's crazy. Yeah. So, so where you at right now? Oh, I'm in Cali. Oh, you in Cali? Yeah. Palm okay. trees, palm trees, good beaches. <laughs> right, 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 right. All right. But you know, taking it back to New York a minute, like where did you grow up in New York? Which which area are you from? I'm from Brooklyn. Through and through. I'm from Brooklyn in the 90s. I mean, Brooklyn Bro type shit. Yeah. But I was but I was all over I ain't gonna I was all over Brooklyn. Like I got family in Fort Green. I got I got fucking I got people all over. Like I, I got family all over. Like you know what I mean, like you know what I mean, like, yeah, like my shit is all over, bro. Like I've been I got Harlem. Like I'm I'm I, I mean I'm I'm universal. I'm like a universal nigga, bro. Like all right. Hey, growing up, what was the soundtrack like? What was you listening to when you was coming through? When I was coming up, I was, when I was coming up, I'm 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 listening to shit like I'm listening to shit like Fifty Cent, 
that was like my first, that was like one of my first favorite rappers. Then I was fucking with Chief Keith and type of niggas like that. Right now I'm listening to like, like right now I'm listening to like a lot of Dirk, little, I mean, little Dirk, little uh, fucking, little, little baby and shit like that. Right, 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 right. You know, like there used to be the talk about who was the king of New York for years, like, and and you know, most of the time it was like Jay Z or Nas. People was debating for years. Where where did you stand on that when you was coming through? Who me? I ain't gonna lie, son. I like you know I you know I got like a lot of respect for Nas and shit. But I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front. I don't really. I I I feel like Jay Z was probably the king of New York. But I wasn't me at the time. Like I don't know. I wasn't even really thinking. Like I don't wasn't even really. Like I wasn't even really one of them niggas like that. Like I just liked it, the music. Like whatever music was hot. Like if a nigga made a hot song, I fuck with it. Like, like I don't. I don't try to. I don't try to read too much into the into the into all the politics and all that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Just, I just like the like I just like certain music, certain songs. Like I I wasn't like I wasn't. I'm not like a diehard fan type of nigga. Like I don't know, like I ain't was like that. Like unless unless like Fifty Cent, like I was into Fifty Cent. Like that was about it. Right, right. And then and then what what made you start rapping? Who who is the rapper that inspired you to like pick up the pen and start? You know, start rapping. Who started yeah. rapping? I think I I think I I think I started rapping. I think I started wanting to rap from like from like watching like battle rappers and shit like that. Right. Yeah, niggas ain't really make me want to rap. Right. You know, growing up, that's what we do. We play ball. You either you playing ball or you a rapper. Right. I mean, and then and then who who is who is your favorite battle rapper coming through? Who is the guy where you were like, yeah, this guy's sick. I fucking with, I was fucking with K. Sean and shit like that. I like right. K. Sean. I, I I like Tay Rock right now. Tay Rock, that nigga be going crazy, son. Right. I fuck with, I fuck with Tay Rock. K. Sean too. Rock, my type of nigga, you know I mean? So you still tap in and check out what's going on in the battle rap scene? You still keep in touch with what's going on in that? Hell yeah, I'm still in tune. I'm, I still fuck with the battle rap and shit. I was just watching a battle the other day, but they got some new shit that's like some quiet shit. I don't like the quiet shit though. Right. I don't know. I don't really like that shit. So, like I said before, my introduction to you was through your music. And one of the, the craziest night right? The craziest night happened out here where, you know, Pop did his first show out here and aside from his music, biggest track on the night was Big Drip. It was like, that was like a crazy moment because that was like, that that was kind of crazy because it was just like, you got Pop here, he was popping and then, you know, you're like the next one. It was blatantly like, all right, if you know about this, you should know about this as well. And it just, you could have played that track ten times that night, and Big Drip would have gone off the same way each time. It's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Long live Pop. That's my guy. That's my dog. Nah, word. Pop always playing. I, one thing I know about Pop. One thing I love about him. My son was always playing my shit though. Like at all his shows, mad at his shows, mad at his um, club performances. He had make sure a nigga playing that shit. That's why I make sure a nigga play that Pop shit, nigga. Everywhere I go, nigga, that shit. Know what I mean, I make sure, nigga. Know what I mean, Meet the Woo Two was kind of like that was like that was like a big event. Like that whole project, I think it, it changed the game. It changed that a lot shit of things. Was fire. All that shit was fire. All that shit was fire. Two. All that shit was fire, bro. Yeah, that shit fire, bro.
like all that shit fire. And I and I and I've been following your way for mad long, like Simtex shit. I've been following that shit for mad long too, like ever since. Cause I know like you are you a person like you tapped into the whole UK drill, and you was like one of the first poly. You probably, I don't know, cause I don't really know. I don't want to be saying that, but I'm from what I know. Is you was like one of the first people that tapped into the, like the Brooklyn drill wave, know what I mean? From UK and all that, know what I mean? So, 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 shout out to you for that too, gang. No, 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 no doubt, no doubt, man, no doubt. I was on it early, but but what's what's it like? I try to get a feel for what it's like in Brooklyn now, like you know, because like we we've got our own thing over here, the UK drill, the BK drill. We see it's popping out there, like. What's it like? Is it is it is it the streets? Is it is everybody on it? Like is it is it the soundtrack? Nah, nah, that shit. Like that? I ain't gonna front that shit. Right now, that shit like a whole move. It's like a that shit like a, you could call that shit like a culture right now. Like that shit like a culture. Like that shit like, bro. That shit like taking over everything. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like it's like it's like a co. It's like a whole movement. It's like a whole thing. Like it's like a whole lifestyle. Like Brooklyn drill. It's like a jump. It's like it's just like like reggae music. You see how it's like this, like that, like like I feel like it could be compared to like reggae music. Like you see how you see how reggae music is like the dressing, it's like the, the accents, the talking, the yeah, yeah. whatever. How, now I mean, it's like Brooklyn drill. It's like that too. Come down to everything. It's like certain. It's like a certain dress. It's like a certain lifestyle you live in. Like you know what I mean? Like gotta get soon. Like it's gotta get soon. And I think that shit, I think that shit, I think that shit going, it's like, it's getting bigger than Brooklyn Drill, like just Brooklyn Drill, you know what I mean? That shit going worldwide now, like that shit going some New York Drill, like, that shit like, that shit like, like it's just a thing now, you know what I mean? Like niggas is doing Brooklyn Drill in Asia, so it's just Drill, it's just, it's just, it's just a wave, like me, like it's UK Drill. I look at the shit as one thing. I don't really separate it by places, like, it's real music, that's like saying... That's like saying UK reggae or UK. It's, it's all reggae. It's all the same shit. So I think it's all drill. Like it's all UK, all UK drill, Canada drill, Asian drill. They got some. They got some um shit in like Africa, Germany, like all type of shit. But I think I just look at it as one drill. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Yo, one of the tracks, and we gotta do this because we haven't connected, and I've been playing your music for the last year. One of the joints I've been playing, and I was playing for a minute, was that thirteen going on thirty joint. Dope track. But it's kind yeah. of somber. What made you write that? What was you going through when you was writing that at the time? Because it was like... Nah, you see, like, my shit, you know, all my songs is like, that's why I, none, I feel like none of my songs sound the same to me. Everybody be saying that while we doing the same beat, but I feel like none of my shit sound the same to me because all of my fans, the people who really listen to my shit, none of them sound the same because, like, my shit going off for of emotion. It's going off for of emotion. It's going off for, of like, how I'm feeling at the moment, whatever I'm going through. So that around that time, like, like you know, growing, like growing more to the music shit. Like you get, you get more like, you 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 start to learn. You got to see people true colors. Like when you start to tell niggas no, and they feel like they deserve something, or they feel like you got it, and they feel like you don't gotta tell them no. But I feel like it ain't it ain't me. Like I ain't about to. Explain. I'm not really here to explain myself like that too much, but. To the people, you know what I mean? So like for that at the moment. But I'm like, that's what I was going through. Like niggas like niggas switching up, like niggas switching back, <laughs> hating you, like you again. Then it's like you feel me, like like I'm grow I grew up in a matter of days. Like it was like a matter of days I changed my whole shit up. Like, you know what I mean? 13 going on 30. 
Well, crazy. Hey, so what are you doing on the West Coast right now? What's happening? Where you out there? Oh, I'm just working. I come out. I ain't gonna come out. I come out here. I go straight to work. I, I got. I did a video with TJ Polo G. That shit was bananas. I did um studio. I'm gonna hit up studio with Chris Brown so we can do something. That shit gonna be crazy. It's a lot of work, bro. Like I'm just straight working. Like I come out here. I go to work. The the, the headshot joint is crazy. Like you you TJ Polo G. How did that come about? You know, Fire. you know TJ, you know TJ or nigga like, like we just straight gravitated towards each other, like off the, like off the rip, like when I met him, we straight gravitate towards each other. You know what I mean, so that shit was like more like, it was more easier than anything, like. But um, me, me, TJ and Polo, you know, we all on the Columbia shit, we all on the same shit, and you know, like the like they flew us out to LA. For like a record, like to record, so we was all record. We was all, but you know, it's different studios in the same building, so we all in different studios. Da da da. So like we like yo, let's link up, let's go, like let's go crazy with each other. We jump in the same studio, and we just we just throwing a beat, a YouTube beat. We get right. the YouTube beat, put the YouTube beat on it. Know what I mean? And went crazy on that, like. Know what I mean? That shit was crazy. Know what I mean? Paul went first. I went first. I mean, I went after that, and it was viral. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. What What's next for yourself? Like, what What should the fans be looking out for though? Five year forum. Like, what What What's What's the next movement? The fans, tell the fans, the five year forum fan, just wait. When that album drop, it's gonna be crazy. Like, shit gonna be crazy, bro. Like, just wait for that album, bro. Like, when that thing drop, it's gonna be viral. Like, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a nigga just different. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Different, bro. Trust me. Yo, those rings, those rings are crazy. <laughs> wow, crazy, man. That's the goat. That's the goat joint. That's insane. You know wow. I'm an airy. Right, 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 right. All right. But I have to go crazy on the goat shit. You know what I mean? Yo, it, it feels like Brooklyn is is the only place keeping rap alive in New York right now. Between yourself, you know, with with Rowdy and Bobby Schmurder back out, it feels like. It feels like it's it's gonna be a crazy year for all of you guys, man. Nah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I mean, it's crazy. Like right now, the light is on the town. So, like, so, so anybody, I'm telling any. This is a message for anybody that's really trying to, that's really trying to rap, and really trying to like do this shit. You really trying to do this shit, like, bro, like get it now while it's hot. Like, it ain't gonna taste as good when the shit cool off. Know what I mean? So why not? Why the shit hot in Brooklyn? We going crazy the town. Anybody got a chance, like everybody, Brooklyn, Bronx, New York, fucking Brooklyn, um, Manhattan, Queen Alva, just go crazy, go viral, this shit, you know what I mean? We here with it, go crazy, I'm telling niggas, go crazy, bro, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear that, I hear that. Yo, bringing it back to the UK a minute, is there any artist, is there any MC that you're feeling? Is there anyone where you're like, you know, I like, I like what you're doing, like? I like, um... Oh, M M M M M4K, M24, M24, M24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I ain't gonna front like at first I didn't really know M24 was, but like I start re I start looking into the music and all that. Sun 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 is fire. Like Sun got some shit. Like Sun got some shit. Like I fuck with Sun. Like I fuck with the shit. Like he got some shit going. Like now nah, I mean, and we got a song together too. You know what I mean? So I fuck with him before. Like I fuck with that nigga. Like, I like the swag. I like anything. Son got it. I ain't for he got it. Yeah. He like he could come out here and go viral if he want to. Like, you know what I mean? That's dope. That's dope.
I fuck with what you doing, shit. What's up? Another person too. I think he got like braids. It's another guy. Like, I, I, you know, I ain't good with him. It's another guy. He got the braids, but I fuck with him too. Yeah, there's a couple. I fuck with the young guy with the braids. Yeah, I need to. See that trying to. See that trying to go by. See that be putting me on to a lot of the people from UK and shit. Okay. One of the dopest things you did was when you did that freestyle for the YouTube channel out here. It's like, oh yeah, 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 facts. You know, I fuck. I said like, I, I fuck with UK heavy, so I gotta come out there. As soon as this shit open up, I'm coming out there. I'm doing all the radio shits. I'm going crazy, like, nah, me go yeah, crazy, yeah. bro. Yeah, 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 nah, I hear that. I hear that, and it's it's dope to finally connect because it's just like, yo, we were trying to we we're trying to bring you out here, but then the pandemic and shit, it just locked everything off, and it's just you know, but it's it's dope to finally connect with yourself, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's trying to connect to you. It's true, son. I gotta come out there and meet you in person, son. Yeah, yeah. Me yeah. give you a good yeah. strong pound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We're a new show breaking down the anime and pop culture news you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in. Hold and our current faves. And Luffy must have his due. <laughs> and we agree on some things, but not on everything. Hi. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. Listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean, and this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat, available now. So who else is coming through right now from New York? Like, who who, who should I be looking out for? Like, you know, I, I got the hot Friday night show out here. Look out for the side. Look out for that. That's, that's, that's my label I got. I got a whole bunch of artists, artists on that shit, rappers, singers, crazy. Look out for anybody from 800 for size going viral. Like, right, right, I'm right. telling you the truth. Shit going viral, bro. Right. Wow! <laughs> That's how they moving. Facts. <laughs> so, yo, see, see, you're the Adlib King, right? A, 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 like. Yeah. <laughs> yo, are you still cool with that? Or like, because people must be like, anytime they see you, they must be like. <laughs> well, it, it, see, see, it's like for me. It's like natural. I don't force nothing, and I don't just make nobody say, "Yo, go say, say a a." Can't just tell me say a a like the fuck. But it's natural, so the shit be coming out when it come out. Know what I mean, I might say a viral here, I might say a movie here, I might say a bow here and there. Know what I mean? That's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? The Goblin Joint with Drake and Sosa Geek. How did that come about? Um, I ain't gonna lie, like it just that was all Drake. Like you, like Drake is not a Drake, not a nigga who 
Drake not a nigga. He not a nigga who you can hit up like. You can't hit Drake up like, yo, I need to get on the song with you. Like, nah, I mean, Drake gotta be interested. He had he he so he was like he you know and he he a nigga who he in tune in all cultures like, like I done seen him do like I like collab with a whole bunch of artists like new artists new cultures. This is what he do. He in tune. He be in tune. He he really like support the wave. Know what I mean, so he support the drill wave. He really in tune. And he appreciate it. So he like yo, let me go get the hottest. Know what I mean? So yeah. he uh, he went crazy. You know, I love Sosa. So you know, like. Like I, I shout them out my songs and all that, so you know it's just naturally. If you fuck with me, you gonna fuck with those too. Know what I mean? So, um, know what I mean? So that's that's what it was. Like he just hit it. He just went through it and it went crazy. Know what I mean? Like it was just crazy. It was viral though. It was viral though. Like yeah, that's that's fire. Like my guy JB, he made the beat for that. So it's like again, it's another okay. UK producer. Like yeah, man, it's dope. It's dope. Yeah, yeah. That beat, that beat, that beat fire, man. Tell that nigga, send me some more shit. I need some more beats. All right. What's the best way to get beats to you? Like, for any producers locked in right now, like, how can they get beats to five year phone? Yo, send that shit to my, send that shit to my Instagram. I go find, I check my shit. I be checking my Instagram. I check my, I go through my message requests. I do all that shit. I check my shit. I go crazy. All right. Is, is, any style that you're checking for? Right? Is there anything that you need? Is there anything that you want right now? I'm trying to get specific, but I'm trying to make things happen. <laughs> um, I just want to. What I want to do is I want to expand the drill shit. I want to do. I want to do. I want to do some. Um, Af, you know the Afro beats. I want to do Afro drill. I want to do. I, you know what I mean, like I already got like the. I got like the DR, the Spanish drill shit. I, I want to go crazy. Like I just want to. I want to go crazy. Like. I just want to collab with all different type of genres of music to show niggas like the drill shit is different from a lot of shit. Like it could go to, it could, it could bounce around. Like it could go crazy. And we really let it go crazy. That shit could go crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, pop soul niggas like. Yeah. Is there, is there anyone that you want to work with out of the UK? Is there anyone where you're like, it's on your bucket list? Um. Yeah, I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front to tell you the truth. I just want to come out there for like a good month, two months, and go crazy with like mad artists. Like, I want to go crazy with mad artists. I want to get some come up crazy with mad producers out there. Now I mean, like, I want to tap in with the DJs. I want. I want. I want to just go crazy. I got. I gotta get my UK shit up, man. I ain't never been, and I've been a fan. Like, so I want to pull up. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Yo, there's a festival in August, Reading Festival. Bro, you should if you come out for that. Movies. Um, buy it, buy this it. is water. This is water too, by the way. I ain't getting drunk. This is water. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, um, um. The the um the festival. Hell yeah! If it's open and I'm, I mean, God willing, I'm out there. I'm coming. I'm pulling up. Word. I want this. What I want to do. Word. Well, look. Listen. It's been dope to connect, man. It's like, yo, you. you, you as soon as you come out here, it's gonna be. It's gonna be lit. Like. I'm with it, bro. I'm willing, bro. I'm ready, bro. I'm thin. I'm thirsty. Let's do it. I need to come out there. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so headshot is about to drop. What else do I need to look out for? Like, like, put me on, man. What should I be watching out for next from Five Year Phone? I <laughs> just know, just know that I'm about to do some shit with a good, with a big reggae artist. I mean, I'm about to do like a real, a, a big shit with a real big reggae artist, and it's gonna be viral. It's gonna be crazy. Just look out for that. 
I can't, I can't, I can't like, <laughs> I can't, I can't say it. I want to, I gotta keep, I gotta keep it like a surprise. Yeah, but I got, I got, I got mad shit coming out. Like it's gonna be crazy. I did, I did a lot of collabs. Like I got a lot of collabs. Right, right, right. All right. It sounds, it sounds like it's gonna be fire. So I definitely, I watch. It's gonna out. be big. It's gonna show like it's gonna show like the growth for the drill movement. Period. Right. I mean. Right. 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 All right. Well, look. Listen. You know, crazy times out here. Like you, 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 and your family good in the pandemic? It's like, is it affected you in any way or anything? Um. Nah, we've been good. We've been chilling. Like we've been chilling. I'm making sure everybody good. I'm making sure the family good. I mean, making sure everybody Gucci, you know what I mean? So everybody good, you know what I mean? Cool, cool, cool. Cool. All right. Well, look, appreciate you taking the time out for this, man. So stay safe, and we will see you in the UK real soon, right? All right, gang. Wow! <laughs> this is DJ Semsex. Yo, you just witnessed another dope episode of the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast. Go give a big shout to 5 Year Foreign. Make sure you follow him on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. He's got new music dropping soon. I'm not going to say exactly when. Like he, He's going to announce. Just, just, just follow him on socials. You'll find out um, what he's got coming. And, you know, I got, my, I got my exec producer, the boss, the person who makes everything sound nice, Nikita. She's here right now. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How are you? That was, by the way, that was such a great conversation with Five Year. I loved it. You know, I've been waiting 18 months to do that, innit? It's like, it's great that we finally got to do it. And in, and in typical hip hop fashion, the guy is always on the go. That's why I've never been able to get hold of him. But, you know, we, we literally got him as he just landed in LA, checked into the hotel, and then we, we got the time with him. So with these situations, you just got to get the time whenever you can, man. You just got to get it whenever you can. There's no... You know what I mean? Like, with some of the best artists, there's no schedules or anything like that. There's no schedule to greatness. But it's like, yeah, it's good to finally connect with him. Sounds like he's in a good place, right? Yeah, it sounds like he's just on the go. It's like, you know, it's interesting because you have those conversations with people and, like, last year's been crazy and it's one of those things we talk about. But there's some people who have really just thrived through it. And when he was saying, like, I've looked after my family, everyone's good. And I think it's that thing, like, he's got this intent focus and he's just going and going and going but you know what I loved when he made the UK producers comment it reminded me of your 2019 tweet that tweet remember that tweet that tweet (laughs) yeah that got me in a bit of trouble man like I, I listen I tweeted I tweeted because my friend was in New York City shout out to Chris Waring he he was walking the streets he was in and out of the stores he was at the Kip store as usual and he was like, Sam, this BK drill sound that's influenced by the UK, you hear it everywhere. You're hearing everything from Pop Smoke, 504, and you can't escape it. So I tweeted, ah, oh, UK producers run New York. And obviously it got me in a bit of trouble. Obviously some musty-ass guys were like going in on me and everything, saying, oh, what are you talking about? Da, 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 da. And I was just like, relax, man. Just relax in it. I'm just celebrating greatness. It's nothing personal. It doesn't diminish you know, the achievements of, like, producers that have come before or anything like that, anyone who's doing it right now. But UK producers are definitely having their time right now. And it's good that someone like 5 Year Foreign, you know, is very vocal about it. You know, it's not a best-kept secret or something like that. It's 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 kind of crazy, though, because him and Pop Smoke were really, really tight. And it's like, you know, it's, the pressure is on him to carry the torch 
the pressure on, is on him to take it further. Do you think he can do it? With his c- focus and co- like composure, yeah. The way his energy on that podcast, you can hear he's just going for it and he's going for it all and like, nothing is going to stop him. Yeah, he wants it. And I think, I think you know, the whole BK drill sound, the whole BK sound, I think now that Bobby Schmurder and Rowdy Rebel's out as well, I think that's 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 the hottest movement. You know, that's that's the hottest um, thing for hip hop this year. That whole area, that whole region, like they they talk about bringing New York back. Those guys are definitely doing that, and I'm glad we got to do the podcast with him finally. But next week, next week we got a very very dope artist, a very very sick artist. Yo, I know you're gonna like this one, Nikita. You know what I'm talking about, right? Fouché, right? We've got Fouché. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fouché. She's crazy. Fouché, I'm so crazy. excited. Yeah, she she's she's one of the hottest artists on the come up. And I think I think for people who may not have heard of her before, make sure you check out this podcast next week. Make sure you check out the next episode because she she's she's the future. Like she's amazing and, and her story is crazy as well. So if you really want to be ahead of the curve, if you really want to know what's going on, if you really want to know what's happening with Fouché, make sure you tap in next week to the Hip Hop Raising Me podcast. That's that's going to be another dope episode. And yo, if if you're the first, if it's the first time that you've been listening, make sure you check out some of the previous episodes. Like, like Nikki, who, who if you just listen to this podcast for the first time, who should you be listening to? Like to go back on some of the other episodes. I really feel like. I think I said this last time um, we caught up, it was Stephen Victor. But if it's the first time you're locking in, you're like, okay, I'm going to go back, kind of deep dive into the episodes. Start at the start. Chuck D, like, that conversation was incredible. I loved it. Like, the way, first of all, you two talking, I think I could listen to you guys talk for hours. And, you know, I can say this, like, that, that the amount that you hear is, like, kind of like a glimmer of the conversation you guys had. So I feel like you you two have this amazing chemistry and he talks like he's real with you right he's so honest and some of the things he says like one thing that's always stuck with me is that he always he said people listen with their eyes and then you've got guests who's saying something similar but if you're thinking right this is the first episode i've heard i'm going to go back and what shall i listen to chuck d who would you recommend um i'd say all of them in it because they're all my favorite episodes (laughs) obviously obviously (laughs) But I think if you're going to go back and check out some of the episodes, I mean, you know, you know, obviously the episodes of Chuck D and Buster Vines, they're legends. Um, French Montana, you know, he's one of the most inspirational people you'll ever meet. He's just permanently getting in, getting it in. And he's just permanently, you know, just giving that positive energy. Shout out to my boys. It's the real doing podcasts before podcasts were a thing and everything else. And you need to listen to those guys, see what they've got to say. I think the Stephen Vicks one was amazing. I think it was an amazing insight to um, his relationship and working relationship with Pop Smoke and, and how they came up together and, you know, how they were both on a similar journey and, and how they were, like, you know, rewriting the rules for, for achieving greatness. It's fascinating. Just, it, uh, just as a fan, I love that episode. And, you know, we're not we're not trying to do the same thing as everybody else. We're not trying to do the usual thing. We're not just waiting for US artists to, 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 you know, be on the promo run. Like we're taking it back and forth between the US, the UK and other countries. So 
There's previous episodes with Slow Tie. Check that out. If you want to know about the whole UK grime scene, check out the episode with Getz. And also, one of the dopest episodes thus far is the one with Ice Prince. And a lot of people don't really know about the hip-hop scene or the rap scene in Nigeria. And he's he's an OG. He doesn't like being called an OG, but he's a, don't tell him I said that. But he <laughs> he's an OG, and it's just fascinating to hear his journey and his story come up from a totally different country within a totally different continent so it, it there's a lot of variety and, and we're going even deeper it's like next week we've got Fouché the week after that we've got someone else incredible the week after that we've got someone else incredible so it just keeps going but it's the one thing everybody has in common is that it's all about that creative purity it's all about being true to themselves and that these are all people who put a thousand percent into what they do so it's, it's fascinating to hear their stories and i'm incredibly privileged to be able to talk to them and and you know and break down what they do especially in a pandemic especially in a lockdown because normally we'd be doing this face to face normally you know we'd be traveling all over the place to do this but we're not being held back it doesn't stop it continues and there's more work to be done there's more conversations to be had as always, Nikita, thank you for putting in the work and, and making sure everything sounds right. And make sure you tap in, make sure you follow, subscribe, and join us for the next episode of the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast.